Hello and welcome to Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. I'm Becky Parker Geist and I'm your host. Audiobook Connection is your place to learn about the audiobook creative process and for authors to learn valuable tips on producing and marketing your audiobooks. This podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Let's take a look at how we would deal with books that have some kind of exercise-like material. This could be something along the lines of fill-in-the-blanks or questions that you'd like your listener to ponder, perhaps some kind of journaling or writing exercise, possibly physical exercises, or some kind of meditation. These are the kinds of exercises that we're going to cover today. First of all, let's start off with the easiest, I think, which is a fill-in-the-blank. Let's say you have a book that has a series of sentences or questions where you want the listener to fill in the blank. So a reader with a printed text, you may actually have created a line for them to write on. And maybe this is some kind of exercise book or workbook that goes along with some other material, for example. In a case in an audiobook where you have a sentence or a series of sentences where you want your listener to fill in the blank, typically, if you're looking for a short answer, then you may want to just give them a moment to say it in their mind. If you're looking for something much longer, more extensive, then you're getting into more of what I would consider a writing exercise or some kind of journaling. Let me preface all of this with the reminder that whenever you're creating an experience for your listener where they may possibly not know what's going on or what they're expected to do, it's always really, really smart to craft some kind of explanation or instruction about the way to proceed. And as I've said in previous podcasts, One of the best ways or easiest ways to think about this and what kind of instructions you might need to craft would be, imagine that your listener is driving. They're in a situation where they really need to be paying attention to the road in front of them, or their hands are busy and they can't really stop and write. Those kinds of situations. Or maybe they're traveling on a subway or on a plane. In any case, you want to think about both the people who may be at home and ready to take on whatever instruction you're ready to throw at them, or they may not. You want to craft some kind of instruction for them that will make it clear what they should do. That can typically be as simple as, if this is not a good situation or a time for you to do this thing that you're going to do, then you can make it available on your website as a free download, or you can recommend that they come back to it later. That is, in my mind, not as optimal an option as inviting them to your website. Obviously, if they follow through and go to your website, then you have a greater opportunity to continue to connect with them, to offer them whatever you have to offer, whether that's more books, other versions of your book, whether that's some kind of coaching or counseling services, whatever it may be, when you invite them to your website so that they can continue to engage with you with whatever that is, 
then you have a real win-win situation. Now let's jump into some of the specific ways that you can approach various kinds of exercises. I'll use that as a broad term uh, to handle some of the kinds of things that I mentioned earlier on in the podcast. So let's start with what might be the easiest, and that is a fill-in-the-blanks situation. Let's imagine you have a question or a sentence or maybe a series of sentences where you have blanks that you would like your reader to fill in. In a print edition, you might have designed this so that they would actually write in the book. In an audiobook edition, you'll want to craft the experience so that it is something that they can handle while just listening. So, for example, that could be you read the sentence and then you just leave a pause. The length of that pause should be related to how long an answer you expect them to think of and also how long it might take them to think of what that answer might be. Now, obviously, you don't want to be waiting a long period of time but it is valuable to allow them some time to do that thinking. You will have already crafted the explanation about what you expect them to do. For example, if this is not a good moment for you to write down your answers, then you can just think about them. If you have a series of these sentences or questions, I would encourage you to consider having some kind of music or sound under that entire section, it will help to set it apart, help define that experience for them, and it will also give them something in the what would otherwise be silence that they will, where they can feel supported, that they know they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Now, if these fill-in-the-blanks sections are things that may involve much more writing than, say, a word or two, you might want to think about this more as a journaling kind of experience, in which case you can either leave them more time to do that kind of longer writing, or you may want to give them a short amount of time and then encourage them to come to the website and to take the time with the written material rather than trying to do it all in the moment. If you have a list of questions that maybe are yes or no questions and you're wanting them to keep a tally because at the end you're going to ask them what their score was, this can be a little tricky. If they're driving, the best we could really ask them to do is keep a sort of mental tally. And then I would encourage them, if they would like to do it more fully, to go to the website to do the quiz or test or whatever you're calling this exercise in a more full way. Because this is sort of related to what could be a journaling experience, especially if you're looking for longer, more thoughtful answers, let's talk about that right after we take a short break. Here at Pro Audio Voices, we love working with authors who have a big goal in mind. They really want to reach out to their audience around the world. We're here to help make that happen. It starts with our pre-production process. 
where we're evaluating and determining what elements of the audiobook we can leverage to both create an excellent listener experience for your listeners, as well as drawing them to your website to engage with you further. It continues on through the production process, making decisions that will enhance and support your big goals, as well as creating a great listener experience. But we don't stop there. Once the audiobook is live, we move on to helping you market your audiobook with the Audiobook Marketing Program. Come check us out at ProAudioVoices.com. To schedule a call to talk about your audiobook project, click on Get Started. Let's get back to what to do with journaling kinds of exercises. These, again, if you'd like to give the listener a shorter kind of experience, and if you're just looking for shorter answers, then you could certainly do this where you just play some music and have them think about the answers. And that's what's going to work best for anyone who can't be writing at the moment. For anyone who is in a situation where in that moment they may want to take a pen or pencil and actually do some writing or journaling, Your exercise instructions can include the instruction to simply pause the recording while they're writing, and then as soon as they're finished, they can resume the recording. That instruction can be given during the music. It doesn't necessarily need to be given at the very beginning. That might depend on whether you have a long series and you want to not have to repeat that each time, or whether it makes more sense to you to include it when you're actually having them doing that writing. So for example, you end the question, you're playing the music, and then at a certain point in the music when you'd like to move forward, you'd say, if you'd like more time, please just pause the recording and restart when you're ready. I want to reiterate again that These kinds of longer exercises are great opportunities to draw people to your website for a free download. People love freebies, and it's a great way to re-engage with them. So be sure to include that information somewhere in this section for your exercises. This same kind of approach can be used if you have questions that you'd like your listeners to ponder, to think about more deeply maybe in the moment, or at least in the moment getting started, and then later coming back to these same questions. I do encourage when you have a list of questions that you actually want people to think about, that you give them time to think about it. As a listener, when I listen to an audiobook and I'm asked questions that will take some thought, it kind of annoys me that they just race through the questions as if, well, I don't really have to think about them now or you don't really want me to think about them now. If the questions matter, if they're going to help the listener in some way, then give them time to think about it. And if you have put questions in for the listener to consider and they don't matter, then you shouldn't have put them in in the first place. The best way to have your listener fully engage with your material and to really glean the benefits that your material is offering is to allow them this kind of time and to provide this kind of oral support as they're working through the material. 
Now let's talk about one of the other kinds of exercises that you may have. You may have physical exercises, something where you want them to physically move through some kind of pattern or experience. Now, obviously, when someone is driving, they're not going to be able to do stretches and things like that. So it's not reasonable to expect them to. You may want to encourage them just to think it through in their mind. Thinking it through, actually engaging your mind fully in what the experience could be physically, has its own physical benefits. This has been scientifically proven, so let's keep that in mind and make sure that we're providing that kind of experience. When you're describing how to do a physical exercise, I very strongly encourage you to have one or more other people follow your instructions, your verbal instructions on how to do it, and watch them and see if they actually do what you are intending for them to do. It's really surprising how an instruction can seem so clear to the one who has already done it before and is not so clear to someone who has no idea what it's supposed to look like or feel like. So when you test this out with some others who are not familiar with the exercises, and that's really important, you'll learn what pieces are not clear, and then you can adjust your instructions so that there is clarity. If in your print edition you offer some kind of visual diagram or photos or illustrations on how these exercises should be done, those are great opportunities to invite people to your website so that they can see those. But do try to make the instructions clear enough so that they don't necessarily need to do that in order to benefit or be able to do the exercises, not only in their mind, but also physically. Another thing to consider as a possibility here is that you could offer this audio as a kind of breakout from the audiobook, offer it on your website, and it can be a way that your listeners can be guided through the exercise when they have time to do it at home or wherever is appropriate. In this way, you've created an additional resource for your listeners, as well as having it as a part of your produced audiobook. If you have specific breathing patterns in your exercises, you know, for example, if you're raising your arms and inhaling to the count of 10, then having that count may be valuable. And having music that is at the tempo that you'd like that count to take place can be really valuable. So these are things to consider when you're crafting the experience of physical exercises in an audiobook experience. There's another kind of physical activity of sorts that is more and more common in certain kinds of nonfiction books, and that is meditations. These can be guided meditations or otherwise, but meditations can be a wonderful experience in an audiobook if they're handled correctly. So first of all, again, we always want to think about what is happening for our listeners in terms of where they are, what their situation is. Make sure with a meditation 
that you're inviting them to your website to experience that if this is not a good moment for them to do the meditation now. Meditations are particularly good with some kind of music. If you want your meditation to have a long segment of silence without any music or any kind of theta waves or anything like that, then it's important to be really clear to the listener exactly how long you're going to take and when they're going to know that the meditation silence is at an end. You may want to use a meditation bell or a, some kind of timer that will alert them to what's going on. You just don't want to leave them in the dark in a knowing what's going on kind of way. Meditations, just like physical exercises, again, are great things to offer on your website and can be kind of breakouts as added value and used in many, many different places and in different ways. So we've covered a lot of different things, all different kinds of exercises, fill in the blanks, journaling, questions to ponder, physical exercises, meditations. If you have a book that has some other kind of exercise and you're looking for some guidance on how to handle those kinds of exercises, please reach out to us at Pro Audio Voices. We're happy to help and to brainstorm on what your particular need is. Thanks for joining us this week, and I hope you'll join us as a subscriber to Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. Till next time. Thanks for joining us for Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. Please take a moment to subscribe at audiobookconnection.com. The podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Learn more at proaudiovoices.com. Again, thanks for being with us, and please join us next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.